welcome to the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods. To me, I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. I'm Alan. And I'm Adam. So today is uh, another fun uh, short story from the book of Judges. Judges. Short story. Uh, short story. Qualified somehow in the Bible as such. Short, uh, well, it's just short. <laughs> Very short. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's one of the longer stories of the Judges. Judges. Mm. Like there's For some, some reason I uh, am drawn to Judges. Sounds like a fun book. I feel like, Alan, this weekend you said um, you're enjoying Judges. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be the most fun. I would say it is probably the most fun book of the Bible. Okay. I mean, this is a fun story. It's and the stabbiest book of the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, what have we... Co- what, 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 what have we covered from Judges? Well, uh, the first... Deborah. De- so Deborah slash... Daughter Deborah. <laughs> ten, ten right. stake. Yes. Uh, and Samson. Okay. Oh, Great. Yeah, right? we're back in Samson territory. So Deborah was in like <laughs> expect, some, expect uh, gates on hills. Our current reigning champion. So he, uh, <laughs> Samson was actually the last judge. Yeah, he ruined judges. Like he was like <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Well, we can't top this one. Yep. Uh, and then Deborah was probably in like the middle. So today we're doing the second judge. Okay. Oh, it's the, I didn't realize it was that that early. Correct. Uh, and his name is Ehud. Ehud. Electronic e- Hud. Hud. Probably my favorite judge name as well. Uh, minus the uh, Deborah Deborah debacle. Like, yeah, she had a tree. <laughs> um, so this story uh, it was funny because it's like when Adam and I were talking about this episode, I'm super familiar with this story. Yeah, this one you were like. This is one of your favorite Bible stories. Well, it's it's a fun, it's a fun short one. And Adam had barely, barely remembered it, which is interesting. Yeah. So but that means there wasn't a cartoon about it. Correct. Definitely not. Um, I yeah. think Samson's the only judge's cartoon. I think. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember. But uh, so Adam and I went to a church uh, that worshiped on Saturday as opposed to Sunday. Correct. Um, and so instead of Sunday school, it was called Sabbath school. Just a little Mm -hmm. prerequisite. So before church, they would like do breakouts depending on your age. Uh Um, And that was, you know, Sunday school or in our case, Sabbath Sabbath school. And it must have been like 10, 12 range. Juniors? Right. We we had one of my friend's dads was the like teacher. Okay. um, Heavy air quotes. Well, (laughs) actually not in this case. No. Normal cases, yes. Should be, but. Well, I was going to say you've brought up before the idea that like... uh, just random adults would get up and do a thing that were not necessarily qualified. I, they were just yeah, members of. That, yes. Yeah. That's more in like church service type. Well, but no, but even so like all of the Sabbath schools were taught by parents mm-hmm. typically. Some more qualified than others. So yeah. this yeah. guy was in the more qualified camp. Okay. Bible teacher uh, or just. No, he was just a dude. Just a dude. Uh, but I don't, he was an engineer, I think. Amateur Bible teacher. But um, there also was just happened to be this weird fluke where there's just like five of us in the class. Like normally it would be like a lot bigger. Yeah, but that happens every once in a while, like just because of weird age things. But anyway. And diarrhea. The whole. And diarrhea. What I'm trying to say is like there were just a few of us and we were all like friends. And so we actually just like cruise through like a lot of the Bible. Uh-huh. So this was that weird period in my life where like. I remember a lot of these little stories because this guy actually did a pretty good job. Oh yeah, you and got the you got the private liberal arts education. Yeah, and and then he turned out to be um, a bit of a oh like, no um, oh I don't like where this is going. What's the word? Pedophile? Ooh. Well, prepper. Okay. <laughs> a real a real end times fanatic. I mean, a that was that's always expected, and b you set us up for pedophile. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, complete um, with the. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, oh, <laughs> prepper. Um, to be fair, like in 
in our church, prepping is kind of like it's very kind of end, prerequisite. Yeah, very end times focused group. But let's not let's not uh, go too far down that road. Uh, <laughs> save that for another episode. Yeah, the end. Um, yeah. So again, we're covering Ehud. He's the second judge, and um, this is just such a fun little story. Uh, I'm curious to learn what Adam remembers about it. Okay, so Ehud, judge. <laughs> Did you remember his name? <laughs> Before I said it. No. Okay. No, no. It was really once you start, you kind of like, we're like dropping hints, uh, like breadcrumbing the story. And it was only once I, you breadcrumb this was like, oh, I do remember this story. That's about all I got. Um, so Ehud is a judge. Okay. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> is, is it the Moabites? It is the Moabites. Okay. So, so I'll jump in and say that, um, Nick, I don't know if you've caught by now, but in the book of judges, there's this familiar pattern of apostasy, um, like, Get, also, like, do you know the word apostasy? Because <laughs> that's a that's a uh, that's a churchy term. Like giving up the religion, straying from oh, okay. God. Yeah, yeah. Al sure. and I are apostates. <laughs> sure. How dare <laughs> well, you? That's fun. The judges uh, are coming for you. Hardship, crying out to the Lord, and rescue. Typically, that's the definition. No, 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 no. That I'll, that is the pattern of like every judge. I see. Like Israel strays, they get conquered or like given to a Moabite king. Yeah, or usually something. It's, it's put in terms where God gave them to the Moabites. Uh, so you'll recognize this phrase. This is the start of the story of Ehud and the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. Okay. Yep. You know, and, and so God's like, and I give you to the Moabites. Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, at which point then they, they complain and God goes, well, welcome back and releases them somehow. Uh, and in this case, he does it through Ehud who, um, is a judge for Israel. Correct. Correct. Okay. And he is left-handed which matters. <laughs> it's like a super important story point. Okay. Yeah. But like, this feels very like princess bride, which is a sin. No. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not like he's masturbating on the river on hand and everything's going to go to hell. Uh, no, in this case, it just, I just thought that, that yeah, isn't that a thing? Like, uh, Oh, Oh, I have that's some more, fun facts. That's about, more middle ages though. Right. But I do have some fun facts about left-handed things. So he, uh, wears his sword on the other side. Which his, I think in this case is his right side because right he cross. Side. Yeah, correct. Okay. And so he, uh, he is delivering something to the king. So, uh, now Ehud made himself a dagger. Oh, it was double edged and a cubit in length. Now guys, do you remember how oh. long a cubit is? It's like three feet, right? 18 inches. It's half a meter. That's not a dagger. That's a sword. It's a short sword. It's yeah. That's Dub a cutlass. Double edged. Yeah. It's, it's a stabby sword. Yeah. Um, so he made himself, a, made himself a sword apparently. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm presuming that means that all of the other swords were single bladed because since he made this, they, they pointed out that he made a double edged sword. Sure. So he makes a sword and he, uh, goes to the King and gets him alone. So, oh, he tells him like, I've got a message for only you, right? He, well, he presents him with a tribute singing so telegram. He, yep. He probably like brings him some gifts, right? Like here's a lamb. Yeah, Everything's here's, here's it's always some, a lamb. Some figs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen have you seen Aesop? Uh, uh, anyway, so he uh, gets him alone and basically, and the guy's like, you have a message for me. And he's like, yes, I have a message from God. And he draws the sword that they didn't realize he had on them because they only frisked the wrong side. <laughs> like, uh -huh. you know, like this yeah, classic oversight. Right, because he's left-handed. They don't know he's like going to left-handed them. Draws it, stabs him. But then the guy is so fat, right? Uh, King uh, Eglon. Eglon oh, sounds it's, like a heifer. It's a, it's a fat name. Yeah, right. But he's so. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> well, we did. I apologize to uh, any listeners named Eglon. Yeah, sorry, Eggies. Um, Bring on the Eglon hate mail. We he's so fat that the sword not only like 
goes into him all the way, like to the point where I think like doesn't like the hilt go into or something like crazy like that. The hilt gets stuck in his fat rolls, and they, he can't he can't get the sword. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I mean that's exactly it's, what. I, yeah, it's like Pizza the Hut yeah. style. Like yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a star spaceballs reference. I didn't get Jabba the Hut wrong. Just so everybody knows. No, I, no <laughs> we're okay. we're totally yeah. with you. Um, so he like <laughs> stabs him, can't get the sword back out, and just like leaves it, and then bails out the back door. Uh, it actually says the fat closed over the blade. Oh, wow. And his entrails came out. Whoa. Whoa. Wait. Lose a sword, get some entrails. <laughs> Exchange. Uh, and he leaves and then. Oh, these are right handed entrails. Yeah. <laughs> Can't use these. Uh, but uh, because he left the back door, um, all of his. Oh, all of his people like look in and. Uh, and Oh, they don't hear anything. They knock. He went out through the porch. Right. He went out through the porch and, and left, they, left the door locked. They assume that Eglon. Eglon. Eglon is sleeping, and so they just leave him. Oh, it's better. Man, these are the worst guards. Oh, yeah. No, it's better. Uh, so it said, when he had gone out, Eglon's servants came to look, and to their surprise, the doors of the upper room were locked. So they said, he is probably attending to his needs in the cool chamber. Oh, attending to his needs. Polishing the pewter. <laughs> Using the left hand of the Lord or something. In the uh, cool shaking, chamber? Shaking hands with old Ben Franklin. <laughs> but <laughs> Polishing the... Uh, God damn it. Disqualified. I'm, I'm not yep. going to do too many of these. Hold, no, we got uh, they, it, some translations. Punching say the they, porpoise. They thought he was peeing or like using the bathroom. Uh -huh. Yeah. In anyway, the cool chamber. Yes. Apparently his room is like air, you get air conditioned. Yeah. He has a really nice air conditioner. So they waited till they were embarrassed and they had still not opened the doors of the upper room. So hold on. Is that like they're like he's been shitting for an hour. We should go check on mm -hmm. him. I think so. Okay. They're like, oh, we've waited too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten weird. Yeah. Uh, and then so they break in. Find We're him all dead. concerned, right? Right. Okay. Like, if we all go, it's like uh, when your teacher's 15 minutes late to class. Right. You're like, you're like, well, if we all go. Right. It's a rule, right? Right. If they're 15 minutes, you can leave. <laughs> uh, so they bust in, find the king dead. And at which point Israel's free. Uh, well, he basically uh, says uh, Ehud uh, blew a trumpet on some mountains and uh, Israel cut off the a, a ford of a river and wouldn't let people cross and uh, they Wait. killed 10,000 men of Moab. Wow. Again, these these stories take to turn. Like, it's and, like, it's not they, that we want our freedom. We would like to murder 10,000 And the like people. casual, like that's not the focus of the story. The focus of the story is the yeah. killing of the one. Right. And then anyway, we killed these other characters. Yeah. And at that time, they killed about 10,000. I appreciate the about in this case. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, they killed about 10,000 men of Moab. Numbers are still coming in. Yeah. All stout men of valor. Not, oh. a, man, not a man escaped. Uh, All right. I mean, the, they gave him that. And the land had rest for 80 years. Stout men, though. Stout men. Just, <laughs> I mean. A real porky empire. Yeah. Everybody in Moab is just large. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's e the whole story. That's e HUD. Great. But like I was sort of shocked that Adam didn't remember this left-handed swordsman. I think it just wasn't covered. Who like burst in and it was all like, "My name is Nigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare <laughs> exactly. to die." Exactly. Like for as much as I love Princess Bride, it has to have. Yeah, been. searching for the six-fingered king. <laughs> Fat king, I guess. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say nobody's large. Like nobody's large in Princess Bride, but then I remembered that Andre the Giant's in it, and he is quite large. Well, mm -hmm. I was talking to my wife and uh, about this story, and she was like, "Wasn't Enigma Montoya left-handed?" I'm like, "Well, there was a hand no. element, yes, but that's the wrong hand element." But well, thank you for bringing also, that up because it's funny. Well, there's the six-fingered, but then there was also the sword fighting. Like, I am not left-handed. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. And it's like, it turns out I am not left-handed, and then 
I'm, I'm not, not left-handed either. Yeah. yeah, good, good, fun. Um, Nick, have you seen The Princess Bride? I have seen The Princess Bride, but once a long time ago. Really? Ah, I'm so disappointed. Well, we can be the uh, Princess Bride virgin as well. Just add that to the list, Adam. Yeah. It feels like if it was heartwarming in Nick's childhood, he only watched it once. <laughs> yeah. If he enjoyed it, he was like, never again. Never again. Mm-hmm. Put it in a closet. Okay. That's kind of my vibe. <laughs> it was Peter Pe- yeah. Falk and Fred Savage. Could not get to Fred, Sa- Fred, Sa- Fred Savage. Well, we'll be right back here on the King James Virgin. And we're back here on the King James Virgin. The King James Virgin. So, uh, Adam, I have uh, two fun facts. Uh, one fun o- excuse me. And we're back on the King James Virgin. Didn't you just say that? <laughs> Wait, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh. No, we're back a- here on the King James Virgin. Adam and I are uh, <laughs> vying for position here. <laughs> for, for host. Anyway, <laughs> I have two fun facts. Okay. How uh, fun are these facts? Scale uh, of one to one ten. is not fun. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's is not- it a fact? Uh, well, yeah, Nick, Nick, this is going to blow your mind. Not fun opinion. This story, probably not real. Mm. Uh, I know your mind is shattered. Even though they have the about this many people, that makes it slightly more believable. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's, it's and the double-edged sword that he made himself. They think, it was, they think it was a folk tale that was just kind of like. And the added. fact that he was only patted down on one side <laughs> yes. and they didn't see the sword. Now on see, his other. that is where it gets too specific and feels like a lie. Yeah. It, uh, oh, yes. I see. The yeah. padding down. Yeah, sure. I'm fine with like about 10,000 left-handed fat king, but like one, they didn't notice because they only pat down on the one side. Maybe huh? I, I added pat down. Maybe they just visually inspected and didn't see something on the right. Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. And that's why we have full body scanners. 100%. This yep. is Thanks, why, Ehud. I was going to say, this is why you can't like meet people at the, air, like the airport term or uh, gate, but apparently SeaTac is now going to allow it. Yeah, true. I just saw that. That's uh, um, also a fact. Not fun. No. Nope. The, the other fun fact I think is more of a like, huh, fact, but only to Adam. Nick will not give. Wait, a did you already do the shit. first fact? Yeah, it was that it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it wasn't Neither fun. fun that, yeah, but factual. I guess. So, so Adam, yes. The uh, the second fun fact: uh, rabbinic tradition claimed that Ruth was Eglon's daughter, not Ehud. Eglon. Wait. Since Eglon, so when, when Ehud says, I have a message from God, Eglon stood up in respect. And because of that, he gets, but they think it's because, uh, they wanted to link King David to a Royal lineage. Oh, come on. Do you get that? Yeah. Because, uh, Ruth eventually. Yeah. Begets, begets, begets. Isn't that interesting? That is. So Ruth is, that means David's a Moabite? Benjamite. But, but Moabite because of... I know. I don't totally get it either because David's definitely from the tribe of Benjamin. Right. But also... Well, no, because Boaz was. Oh. Okay. So he's like a... Whoa. Okay, but he would still be Moabite a little. Right. Like partial... Anyway, uh, yeah, so... This is... It really... Should, should I start paying attention again? <laughs> like really interesting for Adam. Yeah. Great. I'll I, uh, re-listen to this episode when I've got my my deep. So uh, it's just it's a little bit like like finding out that Harry Potter's grandfather. That's not going to work on me. All right. <laughs> uh, Ruth is in a book in the Bible. It, it is a full book. Yeah. The only you know one of two female named. Yeah. Books. Ruth and Esther, which we haven't done. Yeah. I was we've we, done, obviously we've done Esther, done. but um, Ruth is uh, salacious. It is great. Saving that one. Anyway, that's fascinating. I'm. 
Those are my fun facts. You have any Southpaw fun fact? Uh, I do, Nick. <gasps> yes. Um, that you probably know. I you know you were holding that on me. You probably know a couple of them. Southpaw is like, a mo- movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And, uh, <laughs> uh, like, Wait, uh, is that true? Yeah. Oh. The Latin adjective Thought sinestro up. means left as well as... Sinestro unlucky. does? Yeah. Hold on. So sinister right. basically means like but a left But Jake Gyllenhaal also played Sinestro. Sinestro? Oh my God. Mysterio. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Cutting that out. Mysterio. You were just weaving this intricate conspiracy theory. Sinest- yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, Sinestro, Sinestro is, is like from, a Green Lantern thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Leave that in, Mr. Beck. Um, and then in French, Gauche. Mr. Beck. Uh, <laughs> Uh, gauche, gauche, gauche. I don't know how to say that. Gosh, golly. I don't know. Uh, I, I get in trouble for Sinestro, but he can't say gauche. Gauche. Thank you. It means, it means left, <laughs> left, awkward and clumsy. So it's kind of a dig at left-handed really? people too. Yeah. So like, don't like being gauche is your left-handed and yeah, then you a little like bit. spill the, the, uh, black magic is sometimes referred to as the left-hand path. Right. I feel like we all, I knew that knew one. That one. Uh, in the Soviet Union, all left-handed children were forced to write with their right hand in the school system. Just in the Soviet Union? I thought that was something that yes. was... That feels like a joke, but it's not. I, I feel like I was forced to write with my right hand. Really? I feel like I was supposed to be a lefty and possibly a little bit ambidextrous because I, I think mean, I would do both. You maybe? did say that you sk- you skateboarded goofy. So That's that, true. Yeah. That- I tried very hard with my kid to uh, like put you know forks and pencils in, in both hand. hands, and mm-hmm. he is super right-hand dominant. Uh-huh. It was because I was like very aware. Yeah. I thought that about myself too. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I can do a lot of things with my left hand, but when yeah. I remember early on, like T-ball, I would, I would switch batting sides. Oh, I can switch bat as well. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I would uh, can't you strike not? out at T-ball. Oh, difficult boy. to do. Not easy. No. I mean, I'm sort of proud of you. <laughs> that that feels really exa- like really exuberant about hitting <laughs> something and just got overly it, excited. It also feels on track with. Thanks. Also, they may, they let you strike out. They just let you just keep going till you were done. I don't know. Had, uh, the, I mostly uh, remember sitting in the outfield picking grass. Had the uh, participation. Nobody's hitting into the outfield in T-ball. No. Had the uh, participation ribbons not made it to uh, Chicago yet in uh, uh, 94? Uh, n- uh, better. I would uh, regularly receive uh, not participation, uh, but best sport. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Also, kangaroos uh, tend to prefer the left hand. <laughs> I would love to be a part of that research huh. team. I mean, it was, Again, I, they're just I'm handing ass- forks to I'm a assuming, kangaroo. No, I'm assuming it's boxing. I'll bet you it's boxing, like the kangaroo boxing, mm. like they kick with their left foot. There is a, which ab- would give them an advantage. There is abnormal representation in sports like baseball, yeah, boxing. Yeah. Actors, actors um, are like, m- like massively. There's also a, a lot of mental health uh, associated with left-handed people and um, some like True? horrible diseases too. Yeah, True. like okay. higher instances of. So uh, uh, prestigious magazine Time. Yes. has a running list of the their top 10 lefties. Uh, oh, yeah. How are they defining the top? top? <laughs> uh, they, they don't mention that. Uh, you, can, you can't have a top 10 list of something. That- number one is obviously Obama yeah. on their list. Oh, that tracks. Uh, you know, left-leaning media and all that. <laughs> uh, is that why you became a Democrat? <laughs> they also attribute... So there's a decent amount of uh, presidents that were left-handed. Garfield, Hoover, Truman, Ford, Reagan, Bush... And which Clinton, uh, HW mm. that is interesting because I was going to like make a comment, but it is not down partisan lines. Um, and uh, they have the same thing that you were talking about, like potentially that left handed people have a greater aptitude for language skills. 
um, making them better suited for politics. Okay. It's, like a, it's like a cross wiring of the brain. Yes. Uh, Bill Gates is on the list. Really? Uh, Oprah. Which one? <laughs> uh, I, I like that. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Napoleon. Wait, did he put his left hand in his, the like famous but, pointy? But, but he always put his hand in his like jacket was like his look. If H.W. Bush was a lefty, but W. wasn't, Could w what, what do you bet that like Rumsfeld or Cheney was? Is that crazy? Am I going Glenn Beck now? I'm sorry. You might be. <laughs> you have the floor, Mr. Beck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever give him the floor. <laughs> uh, Mary Curie. Aristotle. Really? Okay. Ned Flanders is on their dumb list. Jimi Hendrix, of course. That's their list. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix is kind of a gimme. Yeah, but no Kurt Cobain? You got to throw in uh, Kurt with Jimmy. Yeah, well, they didn't. Two uh, lefties who played strats. Oh, yep. not both strats. Neither. He also took his drugs with his left hand. Does it seriously say no, that? No, it does not say that. Oh, God. <laughs> Pass me that left-handed crack pipe, <laughs> sir. Yeah, it tur turns out he shook hands with Benjamin Franklin with his right hand. What? <laughs> <laughs> grab the backside of the bed. I hey. like the idea of grabbing the backside of somebody's hand to shake it. It was a masturbation joke. Uh, he went switch. Got it. Good times. Hold on. Is shaking Ben Franklin's hand a masturbation reference? It's from probably not, uh, but uh, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> so we would, <laughs> it was you, from the. Uh, like, you gave me crap for a thing that may not be a thing. Well, no, it's um, it's from that Matthew Perry, Chris Farley. Lewis and Clark movie. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Wow. But it's just like stuck in my head. <laughs> wow. Hold on. What is that called? No, hold on. It's a great movie. Shit. And it's like the two of them, like with a map, like pointing the other way and the like fires burning the map. They're uh, no, they're racing Lewis and Clark to the mouth yeah, of Columbia. It's like a yeah. great outdoorsy. No, I remember, I remember the, the it was cover. like Chris Farley's like second to last movie. Yeah. Anyway, they make a bunch of masturbation jokes in that movie. I was like 12 when it came yeah, out. No, I know. So sue me. The title. Almost heroes. Almost ah. heroes. Thanks, Nick. No problem. Matthew Perry has not had a very prestigious film career. Made six point one million dollars. Oh, whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be right back here on the King James Virgin. Thank God. And we're back here on the King James Virgin. I recently found out that. Uh, when you hear ads on podcasts for Thomas's English muffins, yeah, that the uh the ad specifically states that the person reading the copy should be chomping on an English muffin. Oh, not like they need to actually physically eat an English muffin. The whole thing, Wh or just like a bite? Uh, while, while they're doing the the read, they should be both sides <laughs> toasted. Definitely, I, I presume toasted. Yeah. Otherwise, it would, wouldn't sound like anything. See, but crunchy is only an element of an English muffin. Like, I, I, that's the beauty of an English muffin is it needs to be like crunchy and like chewy. See, and here's soft. the thing. I actually love the like little bits that like get too close to the element. So they get like super crunchy and then you get the chew. Cause Thomas Bagels like has almost like a bagel like chew. We're not talking bagels. We're talking English muffins. No, no, but, but like the, it is a the English yeah, muffin a has, a, has a tear like chewy, like bagel like, t like tooth. Yeah, Correct. but what, but chewy, that's not good ASMR. I mean, none just of like, that's good ASMR. Yeah, well, crunchy is, you know, a little, but... Doesn't that feel like they've turned off, like, half the audience I just by... want an English muffin now. So, wow. Thomas's, uh, please get in touch with us, because we would be down to chomp on But something. even just talking about this disgusting ad makes me want an English muffin. So, effective, I guess. Yeah. Almost Heroes, 5.9 out of 10 rating on... Uh, that seems IMDb. high. That's not bad. 
It's the Chris Farley bump. Um, is Thomas the one that is always in like by the eggs, like in the free in the fridge section? Y- yes, yeah. it is recommended that you refrigerate it. I don't know if I ever had one. Maybe I like the rich kid's house. Oh wait, now I'm second guessing this. I think maybe Thomas's is in the bread aisle. There's a different one that's in the like refrigerated section that has like a red and white box look. This oh. is also unfamiliar, but they're both in boxes. They are <laughs> topless boxes. Woo woo woo. Man, English muffins are great. This is, right? <laughs> this is the worst thing. I'm so happy I made you go back on and say that, though. No regrets. I have a quote to share as well from Almost Heroes. <laughs> so now I have, to, I have to include all of the Almost Heroes. <laughs> the quote is uh, the character Hunt. Uh, I'm not sure who. Play- oh, that's Chris Farley's character. OK, OK. Uh, I named this here fork Pittsburgh Nelly, a Welsh whore who could do things with her one good arm that'd make you forget that thing on her neck. I mean, that sounds like 90s uh, script yeah. writing. And then he uh, farted, died. <laughs> <laughs> this is his legacy. PG 13, though. PG 13. Uh, there were boobs. Did he do, did, did Chris, any, any of Chris Farley's movies where they are like Tommy boys, did they come out of a topless box? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but they, but, but they are the scene with all the masturbation references. Uh, Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, As you might remember, last week's episode was a clip show of all of the 2019 episodes. And we'd really appreciate it if you would share it with a friend that you think would love the King James Virgin. Thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixadi, off the album El Moran. And this week's resurrection artist is The Rich Hands. You can find this song, our theme song, stickers, bios on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That'll do it for us. Until next week, don't take too long on the toilet. It'll embarrass the servants. All right, let's do it.
by Sonic Bazaar. <laughs>